Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories and if you do love a reddit story why not consider hitting that like subscribe maybe that notification bell too super helps out and let's crack on with today's first story much love guys now today's first story comes from the conflicted bride who says am i the a-hole for not inviting my cousin to my wedding hello reddit i'm 23 female i'm getting married this may to my long-term boyfriend 27 male We've been waiting to get married for about a year since we've been saving up our finances to move out and now is the perfect time to start the process of getting married. I'm very excited. We've told our intermediate family so far and they are all ecstatic for us and support us 100%. However, there is just one problem. I have a cousin, 25 female, who's bullied me my entire life. I do not want said cousin at my wedding. Growing up, she made my life a living hell. She never missed a chance to make fun of me and she used to physically bully me as well. I remember times she would make up scenarios and would tell me people from school called me ugly, fat, a slur, just to make me upset and feel insecure about myself. At one point, she even admitted she was jealous of me. These days, I feel like we're only civil because our mums are very close. Her mum is my mum's sister. This piece helps our family stick together and there has been no major incident since then. To this day, she still makes snide remarks or backhanded comments to me. I've come to realize that putting up with that toxic behavior is unhealthy and that it is my wedding day. I deserve to feel happy. I decided that I don't want to invite her to something that is supposed to be one of the happiest days of my life. She doesn't deserve to be a part of my happiness. I told my mother this and she was upset. She thinks if I invite my aunt's family and exclude said cousin, my aunt will be very upset and it will cause a whole family fight. My mum also said it will trigger her anxieties and make her feel uncomfortable at my own wedding. I told her if my aunt doesn't want to come because my cousin is uninvited, I would have no hard feelings towards her and I completely understand. This wasn't enough for my mum and she was still upset at my response. She doesn't think it's worth not inviting my cousin for one day and that it would cause a lifetime of conflict. My fiancé thinks I'm in the right and he personally doesn't want her at the wedding because of how she treated me in the past. He said it's our day and we can choose who we want at our wedding. I still feel like I might be the a-hole for potentially causing drama just because of not wanting to invite my cousin. If you want full details on what my cousin did to me growing up, I'll put it in the comments below. So Reddit, am I the a-hole? And I think Opie is absolutely right in this situation and it's not the a-hole from me. This person has bullied you for years, still continues to make snide remarks and comments towards you. Why would you want someone like that at your wedding? They don't deserve to be there. And you was kind enough to say, you know, the other family can make their own choices and you're not going to be offended if aunt doesn't want to turn up because her daughter is not invited. And for mum to turn this back onto you saying, you know, you're sort of triggering her anxieties is just not fair. 
but someone asks, does your mum know the extent and does your aunt? Opie says, mum and aunt knew. My aunt tried punishing her every time my cousin did something growing up. My mum knew about the bullying issue too and left my grandma's when my cousin would start in. The last time we got into an issue was a few years ago, a month after my grandpa passed away. I was on a family trip with a whole extended family. My cousin made up a story that this random guy called me fat and tried to put the blame on her younger sister and another distant cousin for overhearing it and telling said cousin about it. Word got around. My aunt found out and told the both of us to cut the shit and make up because we're family and need to stick together. Even though I didn't do anything wrong. Next comment says, higher security at the wedding. Opie says, I'm going to bring that up to my fiance. This isn't going to be a huge wedding. We plan on eloping, then having a small brunch with family and friends. I would love security, but I'm not sure how much it will cost since we aren't trying to spend too much money on the celebration. More about the family. My family is big on sticking together. I think they would see me as petty for doing something like that. Meanwhile, they turn a blind eye to what my cousin used to do to me. My grandma, the queen bee of the family, may the lord rest her soul, was really the only one who put my cousin in her place. She would tell me she's a jealous bitch and not to listen to a word she says. A couple more comments from the post from Cheerily Terrified who says, in quotes, she thinks I invite my aunt's family and excludes his cousin. My aunt will be very upset and it will cause a whole family fight. And then says, so you can't upset your aunt, but it's okay if you're unhappy and miserable at every family event because your mum wouldn't protect you from your bully. So let you be bullied for years because she doesn't like conflict. She doesn't seem to mind it with you. She can't be anxious at your wedding, but it's okay if you are. Not the a-hole, your mum definitely is. Opie responds saying, this is exactly how I feel. I want to be happy on mine and my fiancé's day. I don't need any fake love or conflict on my day, let alone feeling uncomfortable. I wish my mum could realise that. I don't want my cousin around to any important event in my life. She doesn't deserve it. Capital Literature says, not the a-hole. Here's another way of putting it. Would you actively invite this one person who's been a miserable steaming pile of garbage your whole life and a cloud over your head for many years to one of the most important days of your life? Fuck, no, you wouldn't. And you certainly wouldn't feel bad about it either. And if your mum is close to her mum, I'm guessing she knows about the shit of a niece. I'd be a little annoyed my mother would defend her in any way, shape or form. They'll know damn well why she's not invited. And if that ruffles some feathers, so be it. Fuck him. she's only a cousin, not exactly immediate family or likely someone you'd have wanted to go visit regardless. Arkery says not the a-hole, maybe your mum should have started that huge family fight back when her sister enabled this bullying. Realistically, if I were in your shoes, I'd give auntie a courtesy call. Let her know that she's invited, that cousin is not invited, and you understand this would make things awkward for her, so you're giving her a heads up. Why? Oh come on auntie, you know very well why. Okay, see you at the wedding. Bye. And one more comment as I saw this one and I really like this one from Catmo Catmo who says not the a-hole. We ran into a similar-ish things when my husband and I were planning our wedding. His mum wanted to invite family, a lot of family. There were a lot of family members my husband knew but didn't know that person's children. His mum insisted we invite the entire family. He, we, didn't want to invite people just for the sake of it's the right thing to do or but it's family. We wanted to be surrounded by people we loved and those who loved and supported us. We didn't even know these people. We stood firm and it worked out. I know your situation is different, but for your own mental well-being, do not invite this person. You'll plan this beautiful event, which is not an easy thing. You'll contribute money to be able to celebrate with everyone you love. You'll be exhausted, but so excited and full of love, adrenaline, and probably alcohol. 
Do you want to look back on this day and have every memory be marred by one person who won't be able to get through the day without being insufferable? Her bullying stems from jealousy. It's likely going to ramp up at your wedding. You undoubtedly will be a radiant bride and the main attraction. I mean, it's your wedding after all, so I highly doubt the day will pass without her stirring up some sort of drama. Hold your ground. It is your decision. Be prepared to support your decision. Let your family know exactly why this person won't be invited and ask them to respect your decision. What they do after that is all on them. Enjoy your day. Opie then comes back in with an update and says, Hello again, Reddit. I just want to come back here and give you guys an update. First and foremost, before I go to the update, I just want to thank you all for your helpful advice. It really helped me and my fiance get a clearer perspective on what to do. Now for the update. My fiance and I decided to just have a basic elopement. No celebration, no after dinner, nothing. We might go on a honeymoon afterwards. We aren't sure where to go, but I'm sure it'd be fun with no drama. We also decided to postpone the date of our elopement for a later date. As of the conversation with my mother, a couple of days after I posted the original Reddit post, I talked to my mother. I told her I'm not having my cousin at my wedding. I don't care that she will be upset. It's my day and I say who goes and who doesn't. After I told her, she just sat there in silence. When I mentioned everything my cousin did to me in the past and told her that she did nothing about it, she got defensive. She said she tried everything that she could, but I really don't believe that. A couple of days ago, I went on a hike with my father. My parents are divorced and told him the situation briefly. He decided to give me the full rundown about my mother's family, which was a very long conversation. He did not hold back. And no surprise, my father said throughout the marriage with my mother, she always chose her siblings and mother over my father and her children. There was no boundaries on my mother's side. Everyone was in everyone's business. He told me about the bullying I received from my cousin from his perspective. To be more specific, it started when I was one years old. My cousin at the time was three. How did he find out? When my parents were still living with grandma, mum's mum, my cousin asked my dad to allow her to go upstairs with me in my bedroom alone. My dad didn't know about anything at this point, so he allowed it. My mother then started getting hysterical and my grandmother told my father that it wouldn't be a good idea for that to happen. He then asked, why, she's only three years old. My grandmother told him that my cousin would hit me and be violent towards me. They said it was going on for months. The reason why they did not tell my father was that I wouldn't remember it and that they were just kids. My father was furious and tried to do everything in his power to protect me and my younger brother. Since my brother was a newborn at this time, my father did not know if they would go to him next. Throughout the years, my brother didn't receive as much bullying as I did. The lack of discipline that my aunt's kids received when I was a kid made it easier for my cousin to be nasty to me. My aunt didn't do anything from what I heard, and my mother didn't do anything. My cousin also told my father that she hated me and she hated my existence when she was five. My father's theory on why my cousin was so hateful towards me was because she was the first granddaughter to be born for a while since my older two cousins are 20 years older than us. Since my other aunt, not cousin's mum, had them as a teenager. Right after my cousin was born, her brother was born and then it was me. My aunt and my mother tried to make us like twins, same outfit, same everything. My cousin did not like that because she wanted all the attention to herself, which caused her to start bullying me at a very young age. Any chance my mum would get, she would bring me and my brother to her side of the family. It didn't matter where we were at. I never really got to know my father's side of the family that well from that. The part that hurt me the most was not really knowing my dad's mum. 
my mother would always limit contact with her on purpose because my mum didn't like that there was other influences in my life that wasn't her family. It hurt so much because all the times I remember my grandma. She was always teaching me how to fight and defend myself against my cousin. She taught me to always hold my ground. I knew she loved me with all her heart and I loved her too. I wish I had a better relationship with her. There were other things that my father mentioned about the family, which I'm not going to go too deep into because it's irrelevant. The main message I got from all this is not to break my boundaries and to stay away from her and the rest of my mother's family because they will turn on me. He told me it's not worth fighting my mother about these things because she is delusional and she will always take the side of her siblings instead of her children. In my father's words, she essentially made me and my brother as sacrificial lambs for the sake of the relationship with her family instead of protecting her children. I'm going to keep my distance from my family and keep working hard to save my money so I can move out of my mother's house. I understand now that I cannot be around my mother's side of the family at all. It would be a very unhealthy environment for my future children and husband. I don't want to make the same mistakes my mother made. I want to be the best role model my family could have. That's basically it with the update. I'll update more if there is anything else to update. I just wanted to thank you guys again for giving me the best advice to follow and keeping up with my story. Thank you. Someone asked OP, did you ever hit back? OP says, I punched her once really hard as a kid for doing something that got me really mad. I forgot what it was now and I got punished for it. Good times. And more about the dad. Yes, he tried to do as much as he could, but he worked 12 hour days, two hours away from where I live. My mum did not work at the time. Every time he tried to do something, apparently my mum would get pissed. But now I'm going to turn this one towards you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Story. And our next story does have an update as well from Polly Not GF who says, Boyfriend wants to be Polly. This is a long story. We've been dating for eight years, working together for seven of those years. Five of those, we started our own business with another friend. In 2020, boyfriend's father catches COVID, beats it in January, transferred to a recovery home due to malpractice, passes away unexpectedly in March 2021. Boyfriend becomes distant for obvious reasons. I try to support him the best I can emotionally while running our business. Fast forward to October, he tells me he wants to go visit his friends a town over by himself. I think nothing of it, but seeing he's trying to get back to his lively self. I get a call around five about how angry will you be if I go do spooky stuff without you. I was a little upset since I felt left out but said sure. He kept texting me until 10 saying he'd be home in a bit. Then turns off his phone. 
he finally turns it back on at 7, makes an excuse about being too drunk to drive home and didn't feel like arguing. I'm livid. Not to mention it was our anniversary weekend. We talked it through and moved on with the event in the back of my mind. November continued with him having weekends, wanting to go out with friends but returning home on time. I couldn't shake my gut feeling. We go on vacation, just the two of us out of the country. He passed out drunk from drinking with some strangers. I can't help myself and look through his phone. I miss you. Wish you were here. My stomach dropped and I resisted all urges to smother him in his sleep. I confront him the next morning since he was too drunk to function. He accuses me of ruining the vacation. Why now? I feel betrayed and angry. He promised to never contact her again. She meant nothing. Less than a week goes by and he tells me he needs to talk to her. They were just friends, he insisted. That they had connected over his father's death and, and she had been emotionally supporting him. I suggested us going to couples therapy. He immediately shoots it down. I told him to do whatever he wanted since he couldn't keep a simple promise with someone that meant nothing. I'd fallen into a horrible depression and went to a doctor to get some meds before I hurt myself. A few weeks go by and he brings up he wants us to have an open slash poly relationship with her. Hell no. While it wasn't the first time he brought up an open relationship, the thought of her in my life revolted me. He continues to harass me for the next few months until I finally agree in June due to an ultimatum. Polly, or I continue to cheat on you. I can't do monogamous. I immediately regretted opening the door. He begins spending more time with her, going on trips. We continue to distance. He begs me to meet her, to give her a chance. I do, and nothing changes. He finally realizes our business is not doing well due to his negligence. Plans to start helping more and schedule him properly to assure we are all getting the proper time. Similar to how most people complain, getting home late to stare at his phone really didn't count as spending time with me. I found out from a friend that he had taken her to dinner with friends. Supposed to be a secret. I confront him over the phone since I'm out of town. He said it didn't mean anything but I felt hurt. We talk it through before hanging up and he asks, how mad will I be if I take her to see my uncle? I hang up on him, not wanting to continue to fight. He opened yet another door. Now family. By September, I had enough. I told him I was tired of being ignored, toxic and depressed. He asked if I had found someone new. I just didn't want to continue being in a poly relationship with people that had betrayed me. I felt a third wheel in my own relationship. He begged me once again. New plan. I agree with the exception that we go to couples therapy. Months go by, still no therapy. I've had enough and bring it up again. I wanted him out of my house. I wanted us to break up unless he left her. He brings up reasons he's with her because I don't provide him with what he needs to be desired and intimate. But always struggled with him in the past. Our drives are completely the opposite. We talk, we hash out a plan again. Final straw, her or me. I wanted to work on us, rebuild our relationship, find each other, be happy. He agreed, but it needed to be the next time he saw her that he didn't want to do it over text. Okay. They had plans to go to Halloween. I show interest in what they were doing since he's going to be gone Friday and Saturday. He asked me if I want to come, if it'd be nice if I get along with her. I snapped. It's been two months of telling him I feel like I'm on thin ice over our situation. He said he didn't realize he had a timeline to break up with her. I asked him, what would be a good date for him then? He said end of January after their cruise. I felt defeated. I asked him that okay. Then he couldn't stay with me while he was with her. That he needed to find his own place. I'm done. I give up. 
I stared into space as he muttered these while panicking. You're throwing me away. I'm sorry I exist. I didn't realize I meant nothing to you. If I'm not with you, I'm leaving her too. Good luck tonight. I'm going to cry myself to sleep. After a week, I caved, led him back home. Couldn't stand him saying he was homeless. I feel empty now when I'm with him. I made it clear I didn't want the person who triggers my betrayal trauma in my life, but he's adamant I won't like the next person he finds. We started talking again, holidays coming up. She's upset since she's unsure if he's going to spend time with her. His birthday is coming up. Asked him what he wanted. Said it'd be nice if all three of us could get lunch or dinner. I told him if I did, to be 100% clear, still doesn't mean I want them in my life. I'd like to run away, but feel trapped due to our business and life. I do still somewhat love him, but right now I feel numb. If I let myself feel, I know he's just going to hurt me. The constant rollercoaster has been hell. I know I don't want Polly, but it's hard to leave someone you've built a life with. Getting this off my chest has really helped. I don't have a support group to talk to. Trying to focus on myself and my journey. Been in therapy for a few months now. Time to focus on my health and my life. Journey to a functional unicycle. Edit. I do want to clarify a few things. I don't own our business. I've invested a lot of time and money into it. The only reason I don't want to leave our business is that I love what I do and I love the people. We also sat him down in August with the other executives to talk about his absence from the business and he's been turning that around. I don't want to come off as completely innocent. He did sit me down multiple times to talk about my lack of intimacy but we never worked together to resolve this in the past. The problem has only gotten worse with everything above. I don't think I mind Polly. I mind being Polly with people who have betrayed me. They don't seem to understand how their actions have affected me. This part hurts the most. OP updates their post four months later and says, Ahoy there. I want to start off by thanking everyone for their comments in the last post. Honestly, as harsh as some of them were, they were in line with how I felt. I wanted to get it off my chest as a therapy mechanism and it worked. I even showed him the post, which he tried to defend. I colored him in the wrong light. Okay, bruh, you cheated. What the fuck? I posted the original before Thanksgiving as I was struggling the most as the previous year was when all my bells were ringing. I spent Thanksgiving with my family and it felt so refreshing to be by myself. When I came back, I went through the motions of masking. It was almost Christmas. His birthday was coming up. His dead father's birthday and it was just hard for both of us on these dates. The week before Christmas, we had plans to have Christmas early with his family. I was flying later that week to spend Christmas with mine. I don't remember how the argument started, but it ended with me yelling at the top of my lungs that I didn't want to be with him anymore and I didn't want that other woman in my life, period. Full fucking panic attack, but I was going to get that point across. He waited till I calmed down and asked if I still wanted to go. Obviously, no. He went by himself and I spent the day thinking. He spent the night at her place and I woke up with a plan the next day. I grabbed all the family and friends presents, all his friends and family. I drove and dropped them all off. He texted me that morning asking if I could attend if he wanted me to go. I told him no, I had no interest. On the way to drop the gifts off, I switched my flight that same night. He came back later that day and without a word, I grabbed my stuff and left. He didn't even know I was flying out till he saw my location in another state. I was done. Basically told him I wasn't coming back until he left my house. By the beginning of 2023, he was out of my house and I came back a week later. Walking into a semi-empty house, I thought it was going to be hard, but I was so relieved to have my house by myself. I was free. I'm free. I spent the last few months really focusing on myself. 
I spent some time and money refurnishing the place to make it mine. I spent the last few weeks traveling by myself and loving every second of it. Have no one stressing me out when things aren't perfect. Have no one to ask me what we are eating. I just live how I want and do what I want. And it's great. I've realized how much gaslighting and brainwashing I've withstood in the past years in the name of love and care for someone else. Ladies, trust your guts. Trust your guts. He literally purposely made me feel like I was going crazy on purpose to satisfy his needs. That is so fucked. I finally got my answers in the end and I've never been so satisfied. It wasn't me. I wasn't crazy. It's over. And cheers to that. For anyone out there struggling with a similar situation, I can't suggest focusing on getting out or therapy. Emotional abuse is a form of abuse. It comes in different shapes and sizes. You should be your number one. Someone asked OP, just a question, did he accept the breakup? Because in your update, it seems he just left and didn't bother you at all after the day you finally finished the relationship. OP said, he messages me almost every day. I've made it clear unless it's business or something shallow, I'll reply. Anytime he crosses a line, I point out and distance myself. And, you know, I think you should just stop replying completely to that person. He's clearly emotionally manipulative as well. You know, the whole way he was dealing with things made me feel ill. But that middle part where he's muttered, well, we're sort of packing. You're throwing me away. I'm sorry I exist. I didn't realize I meant nothing to you. I'm not with you. I'm leaving her too. And good luck tonight. I'm going to cry myself to sleep. Absolutely awful. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today. Get involved in the stories, your love, support and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully we'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go. See the sun shining from the windows. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.